You're listening to a Glasgow Women's Library podcast. This is part of our 21 Revolutions programme, celebrating two decades of changing minds at Glasgow Women's Library. For more information on the library, our 21 Revolutions programme, or any of our other work, visit our website at womenslibrary.org.uk. Hi, my name is Helen Fitzgerald. Uh, I'm an author. I write uh, adult fiction and young adult fiction. I was really uh, proud to be invited to do this. The list of women writers who are submitting work for it is just astounding. And it also makes me really proud to be living in Glasgow, just when you realise how many fantastic writers there are. Parts Beyond the Skies. Today I will be transported to Parts Beyond the Skies. They did something similar a couple of hundred years ago, only then it was seas, not skies, and while the ships were quite tall and impressive, they never blasted off. The First Minister is interrupting my thoughts over the tannoy, which is probably for the best, as most of them are bad. In one hour, he is saying, the gates of Corton Vale Prison will shut for the last time. We are saying no to poor conditions, no to overcrowding, no to the revolving door. No to Ginny, I think, and then I scold myself because I am determined to banish negative thoughts. I will feel nothing but optimism and excitement. I do feel excitement. I've never done anything daring that's legal till now. Three years in parts beyond the skies instead of at two in a cell like this. Only schizophrenic Mary and ILU refused the deal, bald God-loving nutjob. I didn't have to think twice. I am a conqueror and a coloniser and an explorer and I am excited. I'm practically Captain Cook, or at least his wife. It'll be a proper three-year no-going-back rehab. I've packed some Valium to get me through the first days. When I say packed some Valium, I mean I wrapped them in cling film and stuffed them you know where. The only other thing I need to take with me is the recipe my gran gave me. She said I should learn to make good old-fashioned lentil soup for Ginny. Fifteen-year-olds don't make soup, I said back then. But mothers do, she said, glancing at my baby. The soup will help you think good thoughts. Gran smiled and put my hand on hers. After that, she made a whole lot of noises that freaked me out. Dying's noisy. I lost Ginny to a social worker a couple of years later, but I kept the recipe book. In parts beyond the skies, I will make lentil soup and think only good thoughts. Then I'll return clean as a hospital and get Ginny. Parts beyond the skies is the actual name, although most folk call it PBS and some call it CNN, but I like how old-fashioned it sounds and I say it to myself a lot. I am being transported to parts beyond the skies, parts beyond the skies. The minister's back on the tannoy. Since the last announcement, his voice is deeper and slower and he's found himself in an American accent. Like the boatloads of women they sent to Australia, or parts beyond the seas, as it was known, you are being sent for a reason. I know the reason, and it's not to dig metal out of rocks alongside the men. They have enough miners, and the water and the blankets and the seeds have been sent. We are the next essential cargo. Nothing has changed in 200 years. New lands need men, men need women. You are convicts who have only ever taken from society, the minister says over the loudspeaker. Like the mothers of Australia, you are about to give back. Your sins will be buried in the foundation of a new world. You will no longer be parasites and villains, but heroes, heroes. Hear that, Ginny? 
Your mum's going to be a horror, hero, hero. The pack being dropped through your food slot contains everything you will need, the minister says. If you attempt to take anything else with you, the punishment imposed by the newly formed parts government will be severe. The pack has a coded lock which I can't crack or break. It feels like it's only got two things in it. A small bottle, I think, which rattles like pills. The other object is square and solid and heavy. A book full of rules, I bet. We ask no more of you than your willingness to participate, he says. You will be looked after, but most of all, you will be needed. Needed. I've not been very good at that, have I, my baby girl? Otherwise, you wouldn't have been looked after all this time. Another package drops through my food slot, this time wrapped in thin plastic. Inside the plastic package, you will find your suit. Please put this on and leave all your clothing, including your underwear, on the floor beside the bed. Oh dear, the thoughts get worse when I'm naked. The psychiatrist says that's because I was naked when they took Ginny away. Not sex naked, hear me? I've never done that for money, never will. How dare you think that? I'm not one of those, and I wasn't one of those when they took Ginny away either. No, I was naked because I was in the bath. I was alone. I didn't mean to. My head wasn't working, but I'd somehow forgotten to bring Ginny back with me from the off-licence. You will be collected in ten minutes, the First Minister says. Congratulations to all of you, and good luck. The suit is bright yellow and baggy. Very unspacey. I pick it up and hold it against my naked body and look in the prison issue barely reflective metal mirror. Ugh. No one decent's going to pick me above the others if they line us up in this la-la garb. Will they line us up? Will they all look at my teeth? I check my teeth in the scratchy metal. Will some ex-dealer from Sea Hall compare my teeth to the 109 other sets in line? Will he look at me like Ginny looked at me when I said goodbye yesterday? Like I'm scum. I am scum. No, I am a needed conquering coloniser. I am Captain Cook's wife. Yes, I am calling myself wife and I am excited. Actually, my teeth are pretty good for scum. No, I'm going to need that recipe. They won't find it and I've become fond of punishment anyway. There, I've pulled the Valium back out and the cling film is not as difficult to unwrap as I expected. I touch the brown page I tore from Gran's old recipe book, rough yet warm and powdery, like her hand was when she gave it to me. So old, this recipe. How many plates of soup have come from it? How many excellent thoughts? One large leek, the recipe reads. I will find out what a leek is and dice it, so I will. I wrap the Valium and the recipe in the cling film. I don't like having to shove things inside me to get by, but I'd better get used to it, I suppose. Why am I thinking that way? I'm not one of those. I've been sentenced to transportation officially by the First Minister, who is the law, and it is not right or legal or possible to sentence a person to three years' prostitution. Don't tense up, Kath. I say to myself, relax. I muster Gran's voice. Hey, my Kathy, Kath, Kath. I imagine the feel of her hand and it's back in. I put my suit on, zip it up in, just in time because they're unlocking my door and that's me off to be needed by the whole wide world, off to get me a muscly space miner. The buses are filled with la-las but not one has a smile. Takeoff is at nine, we arrive a week later. A week later? 
just how far beyond the skies are these parts and what skies are they talking about exactly and what are the parts, parts of what? And when I arrive, what then? I don't want to stand in a line. I don't want a, a man with a bar L scar on his face to point and say, she'll do, and walk away expecting me to follow. I can feel the recipe inside me. Ouch, it hurts. But that's good because it reminds me what to think. My dry mouth clicks as I open it, as wide as it will go, clickety-click. But that's good because lack of spit helps my lips, lips stay put so that my teeth are on show. I make my eyes smile too by thinking back to when I slept in bed beside Gran, rolling over when she told me you needed my breast. This isn't difficult. I'll smile like this the entire flight, and a dapper guard will snap me up before we land. I won't have to stand in line with the others. I'll choose him. I'll convince myself, I said, he'll do, and walked away, expecting him to follow. And the first thing I'll do when I get to my quarters in parts beyond the skies, parts beyond the skies, parts beyond the skies, the first thing I'll do, my soft, sad, glorious, ginny, gin, gin, the very first thing is make soup. As I was going through the, the box of fantastic ancient things, I found a recipe book. I think it was a Women's Institute recipe book. And what struck me looking at it and the recipes in it was how similar it was to the one my mum left for me and my sisters. And uh, it's a, such a universal thing having a, a recipe book that's been handed down. It's old and it's tattered and it's, uh, it's got things in it that people have made for years and years and years and, and will always make, like lentil soup. Um, the other thing I thought was I was thinking about, because I'm Australian, and reading in the library books about transportation and about uh, convicts, and uh, there were a couple of stories about Glaswegian women who, who had been transported to Australia. And so I had the I, I just was thinking at the same time that Court and Vale was all over the news because it was overcrowded and closing down, and I thought how surreal and awful a thing it would have been to be one of those women um, back then, who were transported to parts beyond the seas. It's such a bizarre thing to call a place. And these women were put on a ship to go to somewhere, which to them could have been Mars, and it would have been even stranger probably than the woman I'm talking about going off to uh, a spaceship because the spaceship, she probably knows kind of what, what's inside it, whereas in Australia there were weird animals and there were um, you know, the indigenous population and all sorts of rumours about, about what happened. Uh, and the women in those days were going off um, on a boat, and they were and they were going to be handed over to the men, basically as prostitutes. Uh, some of the women ended up with some of the um, people on the, sh the the captain and so forth on the ship took what they said were the, the pick of the bunch before they arrived in Australia. The other ones got there to be sort of chosen by con convicts, you know. So I thought um, I just wanted to do something to to highlight how surreal that is and, uh, and that hence we had, had this woman here in Courton Vale going off. Thank you for downloading this free 21 Revolutions Glasgow Women's Library podcast. To find out more about 21 Revolutions visit our website at womenslibrary.org.uk. There you can find out about the 21 women writers and the 21 women artists who have produced limited edition artworks available to buy from the library while stocks last. You can also find out more about what we do, why we are special and how you can support us. It's all online at womenslibrary.org.uk.